What is up everyone, welcome to another episode of Chat with Dan, this is your host Dan. Before we start this episode, I want to thank you so much for listening to this. Don't forget also that we have a YouTube page in which you can watch all of these amazing episodes. If it is your birthday, happy birthday. If you're having a great day, keep having it. And if you're having not a very good day, hope my episode helps you here. Remember, every day is a beautiful day because you exist. So, without further more, let's get started. There you go. Hello. Perfect. Hey, man. How are you today? Hey, what's happening? How's the uh, how's the audio? Is it is it awful? That's good. Yeah. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for your patience. Uh, okay. It's been a long Thank time. So Thank you so much for being here at the show, man. I mean, this is really, really cool to have someone as badass as you, basically. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, thanks, man. How's your How's your holidays? Good. Yeah, it's good. I mean. You know, working here and there, um, but yeah, it's good. It's good. I, I'm actually waiting for for uh, for New Year so I can get some rest. I mean, I, I said I said that during Christmas I was gonna do that, but of course it didn't happen. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah I'm just gonna get off of everything. It didn't happen, of course. And uh, and I was like, okay, for New Year I really need to kind of uh, get one day to just chill and not do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Uh, that's I'm taking this time to completely decompress. Yeah. And I told you that I've been going nonstop for like couple months now and this is a good opportunity just to be home spend time with the family um and uh, and play a lot of video games so that's what go. we're doing tonight after this I'm, I'm gonna be playing village with my little brother so there you go that's uh, yeah, so cool just, uh, just come by and say hello for just a little bit there you go love it man well <laughs> as i said here welcome to the show and before we start i have to give you a proper welcome if you have seen some of my episodes before you know exactly what i'm about to do if not that's fine let me show you so I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, I mean, at some point we're, we're, we're gonna have like like live audience. You know, we're still a small operation. We're still growing, so mm-hmm. who knows? But uh, but hey, yeah, as I said welcome. So before we start, so starting right now with the whole interview. Now tell me how your acting career started. That I I I saw these questions. Uh, that's a hard one to answer in a very short amount of time. I, I just started acting in student films in Boston a long time ago, probably around like 2010. And I just developed a, a love for it. I kept going in the New England area around Boston, a lot of small projects. I met a lot of great people, worked with a lot of great talented filmmakers and producers and directors. And it gave me the confidence to go to a place like LA. And I've been cool. acting in Los Angeles for about eight years now, just, just doing my thing, that's all. Amazing, I love it. Short so answer. In- gotta be no but it's cool i love it so in 2009 you were in faceless so was that like one of your first projects and what are some of the things that you kind of remember from those first experiences yeah you know i a lot of my first projects were actually student films in the boston area because there's so many colleges that have film programs back there and i i worked on a lot of student films and i learned a lot about what what the filmmaking process is like. It kind of showed me that I did love the process. I just had a lot to learn and I just kept going after it from there. Um, so a lot of like my first, like couple dozen credits were stuff that you probably never see, you'll never hear of. It's not mainstream stuff, just really small, but you know, it's, it's, it's scratch beginnings. And I do kind of appreciate all those opportunities because they got me to where I am today, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally, totally. I mean, we all have to start somewhere, you know? Yeah, yeah, we do. We do. Amazing. So, 
So then you were in one uh, Sleeping Child Parks, uh, Moria, uh, Familia Lota, Source, Johnny Saw, Irish Whisper, 617 Series, Murder University, The End of December, Night of the Naked Dead, The March Sisters, Christmas, the... Yeah, I mean, the list goes on. But uh, but tell me, like, how you usually prepare for a character? I mean, I understand, of course, that depends on the role. But, like, what are some of the things that you usually do to kind of set your mind into this whole journey, which is the whole character creation? Um, I'll answer questions, and once in a while, if I see a name I definitely recognize, I just want to give a quick shout-out to. I see Benson. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Benson, happy holidays. Uh, what's up, Zara from the UK? How's everybody doing? I saw Blue in there as well. Um, anyways, anyways, um, let's see. So how do I approach a character? Uh, it really depends on on who the character is. I, I spend more of my energy uh, thinking about where their energy is and their motivations. I've worked a lot of jobs in my life, different industries, and I can relate to a lot of different types of people. And so I just kind of like tap into a couple like personality traits of this type of character and then okay. I really focus on like whatever scenes that we're doing on that day I focus on the energy where their energy has to be for those scenes and that's my biggest emphasis is that to, to keep everything grounded so it comes from like a really grounded and rooted place like in me so I can have it come out as somewhat real that's the goal of an actor so you feel that it's real yeah absolutely. wow And what would you say it's important when you're in the process of character creation? Well, I think that's it. It's grounding it. Okay. So even if, you, if you're playing a character you have nothing in common with, let's say it's like a, you know, a psychopath, like serial killer, which I'm not one. <laughs> I'm just a normal dude. But I would think about some characteristics that that person may have outside of the act of killing. And I would just try to I would just try to ground it in some kind of reality that I know, whether it's uh, any personality traits within me or um, maybe a friend in my life or someone I knew in my life that yeah. had, you know, maybe an issue or like a, this charisma or a certain energy. And I would just try to tap into that. So again, so it comes out as, as a real uh, quality rather than completely faked. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, right, that, that at the end of the day, like one of the things that you want is that, uh, That, that for the that for the audience we would feel like we can totally see this character walking down the street you know what I mean or I can totally see this character right. I can totally see like me chatting with this character you know and I think when you create that that's right. when you make it relatable you know exactly I think I think making characters relatable I think that's the key uh, I can pretend to be anything I want but will you believe it maybe not so I, I try to ground things for sure okay okay well cool now you have also done work Yeah, yeah. So you have also do some work for video games such as Life is Strange Before the Storm, Monster Hunter World, Life is Strange, Li yeah, Life is Strange 2, Resident Evil 2, and, and Madden and NFL 2021. Uh, so starting with your performance on Life is Strange Before the Storm, like for those who haven't played the game, what can you tell me about the character? Well, see, that's a good example of me drawing things out of myself that's real. So when I played Frank in Before the Storm, he was a younger version of Frank Bowers in, um, in Life is Strange 1 anyways so this is like a prequel and they yeah. kind of wanted this like kind of kind of creepy um, like swagger they were they kept throwing out like like New England swagger in my talk and my cadence and everything like that and attitude yeah. 
and I can relate to that because I, I know a lot of people like this from, from my upbringing. I'm in Boston right now. And so I just kind of like lowered my voice, made myself sound a little bit like just a, just a little off. Like this isn't really how I talk. And I was just like, hey, how you doing? Like that's just like this weird swagger. Like you'd see this guy like in a club selling drugs and doing stuff he shouldn't be doing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I just I just had fun with it. That was one of the one of the funner roles that I've ever played because the director, the voice director just kind of let me go with it and it was kind of fun. And I, I feel like there were less constraints than when I play a character like Leon Kennedy because he is, he's already established really. Like he's been in so many games. He, you have to follow sort of rules and especially when you play him as like a rookie or something. Um, yeah. You know, the, there are certain things that just don't fit that personality. So I had fun with Frank Bowers. So cool. Now, I mean, now that you mentioned Leon, like, how did you came up with the voice player? You're listening to it right now. I didn't change anything. <laughs> okay. Part of the reason I was cast is because they, they said that they, they kind of saw the uh, the essence of a young Leon in me, and I even asked them. I said, "Do you want me to sound younger? Do you want me to do this and that?" And they said, "No, just be yourself and just bring the right energy to set every day." That's what I did. So cool. And you took like some like some inspiration from like previous video games and movies as well. Well, not the movies. The games. Um, I mean, I I have played all of the games in the past, and they they kept saying that this was very much a reimagining. So they didn't want. I asked them that question too. I said, "Do you want me to kind of go back and study, you know, what he was like in the original Resident Evil 2? And they said, "No." They said, "This is a reimagining. Um, we're you know we're going to provide a new script with a new character arc for this guy and." They said, "Just be yourself and bring the right energy." That's all. So I, I actually tried hard to put all the other games out of my mind. I didn't want to be influenced by them, and so yeah. I tried to forget about it. And that was hard. Oh, cool! And like, what, like, what are some of the best moments that you can remember while doing the motion capture for Liam? Well, I think the I like to talk about it as the whole experience, the whole journey of. Of recording that game because it was probably one of the best times of my life. Definitely it was, and I think the the day the day that I met the team from Japan was like my heart was pounding and stuff because that was so special to me. Was meeting the team from Capcom, getting to work with the Japanese team to help collaborate in making one of these video games, and I, I think it was just the whole process was pretty surreal to me. So cool. Now, on the process of doing motion capture. I mean, do they guide you a little, and the and the rest that let you like do some improv with be like, like before in the scene, or you just have to go the way as the scene is scripted and that's it. Sometimes, sometimes they needed us to stick to the script, uh, almost word for word. But a lot of the times, the uh, cinematic director and the producers, and the writer, they were all there and they give us liberties to kind of um, to embody the roles and ask if there were other ways we might say this line or get this point across or get this emotion okay. across and so they would ask our opinions like you know if, if we tried a scene out and some of the some of the lines weren't really feeling right they would say well um, how, how would you say that how would you say it and and I love that because they let us improv a little bit they let us 
let me speak like the colloquialisms that I would use, like Nick, and so everything came out a little bit more natural. So I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, and 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 also that, and also for example, for a, for a, for a video game, I mean, at the end of the day, we want the characters to kind of look realistic. You know what I mean? Or at least like the expressions would look realistic. You know, when the when the character is in danger or it's about to like to, like to take action, we we expect like some kind of a, okay, yeah, I, I can understand that. I mean, I would I would say the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly, and you know what? So, little eye in the sky, I see just wrote, "Say shut up, I've got you." That was actually like that's a good example of a line where the whole scene with with Ada when I have her on the bridge and I'm holding her hand. I mean, of course, they had a couple things written, but when you're in that scenario and the energy is really tense and you don't want this person to die, it's like other things just naturally come out. Like how they said, they said, "Don't st stick to the script necessarily." Like. Whatever comes out, just say it. Whatever you feel, just say it. And that was probably one thing that I said there um, is when she's like, you know, forget about me, it's all over. And I'm like, shut up, I've got you. Like just telling her to stop that. Like to get that out of your head. I'm gonna get you up here. We're gonna be fine. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna get married together. You know, like that was kind of the thought process. Maybe who knows? But it just came out, and they used it in the game. So great example. And um, I just want to say hi to Scuba Steve. I did an art commission for for Scuba back in the day. Happy holidays, Steve. Um, so cool. Anyways, I hope that answered your question. So cool. And you also did motion capture for NFL 21. But tell me, like, what are some of, of the things that you did for that for for that game? Uh, well, I actually uh, I was offered a, a bigger role in that game, and I couldn't take it um, because of schedule. And so we ended up still working together. I'm just fixing my screen here. Uh, so I just ended up providing motion capture for uh, one of the lead roles that you can play in the campaign. Um, and we just did a bunch of scenes over a course of a couple of days. And so I just got to work on that. It was really fun. Great team. I loved them. So cool. And like in general, like what are some of the things that you enjoy the most about doing motion capture? I think most of all, I, I really enjoy acting. I've been doing that for 12 years. But the reason I, I like motion capture so much is because I think even more than acting, I love video games. And when you do motion capture in Los Angeles, a lot of those opportunities are for video games. And it's just like to, to be a part of something that's being created that kids can play 20 years from now is is just really cool to me. So that's I think that's the biggest thing I like about doing motion capture. That's so cool. Man. That's so cool. And I mean, and we can tell, you know, for for example, with Leon, that uh, on, on Resident Evil 2 uh, remake, I mean, the fact that you guys put like a lot of effort on the characters, I mean, you can tell, you know, you you can tell when they actually work hard, and they, and I mean, and and and, and, and as I was saying, I mean, with the audience, we we love it whenever whenever they would put this so much effort to get the character well played, you know, and 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 yeah, you basically nail the character. I mean, you, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, yeah, the Resident Evil 2 remake is by far one of the, well, to me, one of my favorite ones because it looked, I mean, it is it is cool. Uh, it was refreshing, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, they did a really good job with it. The team was super dedicated. I think uh, Capcom knew that there was so much pressure to make this game good and to make it right and do it justice because the fans were waiting for 20 years for it. And, I mean, they, they couldn't have half-assed it. So... I think they nailed it out of the park, and um, yeah, yeah, I think it'll be a classic like 20 years from now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I do think that between Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil 2 Remake, 
I mean, those two games basically brought the franchise back to life, and that is really cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm just happy to be a part of it, really. Like, yeah. I, I'm still, I'm thankful every day for that opportunity because I still get to do things like this and yeah. connect with the fans online. You know, it's been fun. Cool. And this year, this year you played Leon again on Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, which, by the way, it, it is really cool. I mean, those who are watching this, if you haven't watched it, go watch it right now or later. Uh, super cool. Love it. Yeah, check. But tell me, like, how was it feeling to return playing Leon again? It was really cool. I actually got approached to play that well actually i should say that we we filmed that role uh that that whole series about a month after re2 remake came out so we flew to japan in early 2019 oh. to film that okay and so it was really awesome when we got that email and they said hey do you want to reprise your role and do a series of this it's like yeah get me on a plane like let's go really excited wow That's very cool, man. And, and, and I mean, I know, so Christmas is over, I know, but what present do you think Leon would like for Christmas? I think he would just want to get along with Mr. X. I think they just want to be friends. <laughs> he doesn't want to get hit in the face anymore. He just wants to just be buddies and maybe hire him to do some hit jobs. I don't know. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Yeah, definitely Mr. X's bodyguard. That would be the perfect one. I can, I can agree on that. Yeah. And how could you describe an evening? With all of the characters that you have played at the moment, gathering together. I think it would be a very awkward night because every one of them would kind of be like, there'd be something strangely familiar about every other person that was there. And that's because yeah. they're, all, they're all little bits and pieces of myself. And so I think it would be kind of weird. Strange yeah. energy. We'd all have fun, I know that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, I love that. I love that. And if you could describe your career at the moment, either on a movie, TV show, book, a play, or even a video game, why not? What would be the title of it? Probably called uh, Avalanche of Faith or something like that because I have put so much faith into my career. It's It's been a gamble. My whole life for the past 11 or 12 years has been a, a big calculated gamble. And I used to tell myself, I don't know what's going to happen with this. All I know is that there's a lot of people trying to do what you're doing. And so you are going to bust your ass and you might not make it, but you're going to try like hell. So I, I put a lot of faith in myself as far as not, not the talent goes, like in the talent department, but mostly in the perseverance department. Because I knew that it was going to take a lot of stamina to, to get yeah. anything done in this industry. You know, it's a tough one. It's a high risk, high reward industry. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think that. Yeah, but I mean, you, you're basically killing it, man. I mean, what I mean, your work—it is super cool. As I said, I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of of, uh, of your work here, and uh, and like the passion you put you put you, you put to it, and the passion you put to to make the characters you play, to make them feel relatable, to make them feel real. That is really cool. You know, I was having this conversation the other day with a friend of mine. Like, uh, we were like, "Hey, do you remember like back in the day on video games, how awkward the voice acting was?" You know like how cringe was or how like movements or the reactions were like meh you know you, you know you, you were like barely believing like come on you're kidding me but now like with technology of course how in motion capture that that it's now uh that they're putting like a lot more effort to make to make video games more into this huge film you know i mean that like sometimes even the budget for a video game would be amazing and uh, uh would be huge in comparison to other type of films you know what i mean 
Yeah, they are. I mean, they know they're going to make money back, but I think what they're doing good with video games nowadays is that they're they're really making them super grounded. It doesn't matter what the genre is, but they, they try to make all the interactions between the characters grounded because then people believe it more. They believe the world more. And so they're they're going in the right direction, I think. And that's why people are getting so immersed in them. And I think that's why some of these games are grossing, you know, billions of dollars because people get invested in the characters. So, yeah, yeah. And if you could describe your career on a drink, which one would you choose? Um, let's see. I, I would say maybe just like a a good a good dark porter beer. And the reason I say that is because number one, I love porters. They're very interesting. They have a they have a, a complex flavor palette, but it's also just a beer. You know, it's a, it's a simple beer. And mm. my career has been kind of simple with some really interesting notes peppered in there. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, you know, I'm not walking the red carpet anytime soon, but I've, I've had a lot of cool things happen. So I'm just going to go ahead and say a porter beer. Maybe like There a vanilla go. port. Nice, nice undertone there. Okay. Okay, I like it. I like it. Hey, What about yourself? Like my... Huh? What would your drink be? My drink for my career? Yeah. Oh yeah, I got one. I would say, oh yeah, I would say mezcal with Tabasco. Okay, I've I've had something very similar to that actually. Actually, so why, why, why would it well, be that? well because, okay, so yeah, so be, be, because like you like you like whatever they would tell you that you would be like, are you crazy? And then when you have it, you're, like, I mean, you you'd be wondering like like. Like what is gonna happen, you know? Like okay, I mean it, it's gonna be tough. And when you drink it, it is tough, and you can feel like literally how how it goes down into your stomach, and then like basically explodes it. But when I refer to my career, for example, when I started this this whole podcast, I mean at first I, I didn't know what the hell I was gonna do, you know? And I was like from having this difficult office job, uh, well paid, and then to be just done with it and just tired of it, and like friends would tell me like, hey, but you have a job and I was like yeah but it's killing me here and like regardless how much money they pay me I just hate it because it's not me and I and I and I do believe that I that I have to do that I that I'm here to do something you know of course that I need to discover it and I but I'm I'm, I'm super sure that I that I that I can do something better instead of uh, instead of just following the following this and then funny enough a couple of a uh, couple of weeks later when I decided that they fired me um And like the moment when I, while I'm walking, like two days before they fired me, I was, I was like with the idea, like, okay, I'm going to make this podcast. Let's make it happen. And then I started sending messages. Right. And one of them was to Paula Rhodes, which, you know, she's, uh, she, she gives a voice to Evelyn and to, and, and Resident Evil 7. And also she appears in Resident Evil 8. So I sent a message to her and I was like, okay, I mean, she's probably going to be super busy, but that's fine. So I sent her a message. Then they fired me from that place. And as I'm walking out the building, uh, cursing at them, of course, um then my mess my my, my phone start to uh yeah it started to uh you know make the sound that a message came by and then when i opened it it was a message from paula road saying like i love the idea let's make it happen and that basically clicked that click in my head like okay i think this is this is where i'm up this is where i'm uh where i am gonna where i'm gonna go from now on and i mean if you watch that interview i mean i don't watch it because it was like my first one and I was just like super nervous because I'm, I'm also kind of, a, I'm also a fan 
So I was just like super nerding out and just sweating, and it was horrible. But uh, but it was really cool at the same time. And I remember that uh, when we were about to finish, she told me like, "Hey, I'm planning to do this, you know, as a career." And I was like, "Yeah, I think so." And she was like, "Well, if you're gonna do that, just be aware that you're gonna put uh, that you're gonna have to put a lot of sacrifice on it, and there's gonna be moments in which you are not gonna be." able to go out with friends or to even be with family because you're going to be working on that but trust me that once you once you make i mean like the rewards you're going to get from all of this hard work you you are you're putting it's amazing so so yeah as i said it's like so it's like it's like that dream because i was super scared and then that's first that's first interview i got basically i was just you know like like shaking and super nervous and i don't even know i don't even know what the hell i was doing but once the whole effect of the drink is done you're like okay give me another one so yeah so your whole your whole career is a big smoky explosion waiting to happen your answer was a lot more thought out than mine was so <laughs> <laughs> congrats on that it was interesting i like that i like that yeah yeah i mean at the end of the day i do believe that uh, that if you if you if you want to do something in life just go out there and do it i mean of course there are you need preparation you need to learn you need to pay bills you know i mean even though that i have the show i do have a temporary job that i that i have in order to pay bills but you know mm-hmm. but uh but as i said i mean life is too short and that was like one of the things that was constantly hitting like constantly uh, hitting in my head that that so you're going to work in this place and then what you know you're going to reach 50 60 70 and then you know like somebody else is going to take your place then that company whatever they're going to kick you out and yeah. then whatever you did is going to disappear eventually and then and you know and that felt horrible for me at least and i was like no i mean i i i do want to at least share something or or at least show people that 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 life is not like that you know or or or, or at least that if you have a dream just go out there and do it and what better way to get inspired for yeah like what what better way to get inspired than for someone who is actually doing it you know so that's great well This is a good lessons for anyone who's watching still. Um that's great. Yeah. Life lessons is to uh just make sure that you have a passion for what you're doing. You got to find an outlet to express yourself, you know. Anyone can have a job. They might not be happy in it and they'd be miserable totally. for the rest of their lives getting a steady paycheck, but I don't you know, I've I've grown a little older to understand that I don't think that's worth it, you know. So, I like that. I like that you said that. Yeah, yeah, and 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 like and and you know like funny enough uh like this company that I used to work of course that of course that I saw them but uh uh but anyway that's another story there but uh but like my point here was that when a friend of mine that he was he was telling me like hey we're like what are you like what are you going to do now I mean you don't have a paycheck now and I was like yeah but you know what it is really it is really interesting because I feel much better I feel more I feel I feel much relaxed and I get and I know and I know and I now understand that what I what I like what I want to do now you know of course that I need money to pay stuff and I need money and I need money to prepare taking classes here and there courses and whatever and you know that's fine if you want to take like a temporary job to make the to to make that happen but don't lose focus on what you want you know because I think like a lot of people might lose focus on the way you know easy to so, do yeah it's easy to lose that focus but it's been a good lesson so you might not have a steady paycheck but what you, what you got is a shot of mescal and tabasco <laughs> Oh yeah, I have it. I have it. I have it somewhere out here. And yeah, like every now and then, you're like, okay, let's let's drink one, you know, like for all times. But yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool. Almost 200 episodes. I mean, I've interviewed a lot of talented, amazing people. I mean, uh, and like each new episode I got for me, at least, it's like a new, it's like something new. And I still love doing this because 
it's not repetitive. It's not like repetitive for me, and I get the chance to meet so many cool people. I mean, it's 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 amazing. <laughs> you know? Awesome, man. Well, happy for you. I'm happy we can make you. that eventually. Thanks for sticking with it. You know, it's taking a long time for me to come around, but uh, this was a good time for this to happen, though. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. Here and like my last question, super quick here is like, what motivates you? You know, I mean, we all have those days in which we just feel like shit. Basically, we just want to quit. We just want to stop doing what we do. We think that what that we have done is worthless. That we have wasted our lives. That we have wasted our lives. But what makes you to go out of those toxic thoughts and be like? You know what? F it. I'm just gonna do this because I love it, and mm-hmm. that's it. Well, again, that's that's another deep, profound question, and I'll try to give you the short answer. And uh, I think what motivates me is that I there is a lot inside of me that I I want to express artistically. I've been an artist all my life, and I I yeah. want to get it out there. And there's only really one way to get it out there. That's to do it. I I want my work to be as good as possible, and you know. I I am fortunate. I am able-bodied, and I mean, I just look at things in life. Whatever makes me happy, whatever kind of catches my interest, it makes me want to do that. It makes me gravitate towards stuff like that. And when it comes to acting, when I see like action movies and stuff like that, that made me happy when I was a kid. And I said to myself, Why couldn't I do that? Why can't I affect people yeah. like it? You know, even in dramatic roles and stuff like that. And what motivates me is the fact that I can do it. I'm uh, I am able-bodied. There's no excuse for me not to do it, and and I and I know as I get older that I I've only got one shot at this. You know, yeah. we only we only get like one lifetime to do this sort of stuff, and so I'm taking advantage of the fact that I'm I'm I still get some good young energy in me, and I'm just trying to do as much as possible. I don't I don't want to be on my deathbed regretting stuff, and so that motivates me to get off my ass and do shit. Because we're not going to be here forever, and so, and I'm just trying to enjoy like every day as it comes, and and the, pe- the great people that come into my life, I I just want to always give them enough energy back as well, and just enjoy it. Just whatever keeps me smiling, that's what motivates me to keep doing it. There you go. I mean, what can I say, man? I mean, you you are like basically dropping the mic here, so. It is really cool here what you do. I mean, as I as I said before, what you do is amazing. I love your work. I can't wait to see more of your amazing job. And I'm super sure that that from 2022 we're gonna see a lot of more epic stuff of what you do here and there. Keep Hope killing so. it. And um and uh and, I mean and also I wanna thank those who are watching this right now. I mean, thank you so much. If you're watching this like if you're watching this now or later, thank you. Or if you're watching this later on YouTube or listening in or on Spotify or Apple Music, make sure that you follow me Nick, and all the social media. I mean, he's awesome. Normally, what I would say is for you to put pause, then leave a like, subscribe, follow, help, help, help me a lot. And then, you know, it's holidays. Who cares about being healthy? Go eat a cookie or the whole box. You know, who cares? Uh, mescal and some Tabasco. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely for the certain have a mescal and Tabasco. It's going to be the, like, you know, the the perfect mix and then and then go play Resident Evil 2 remake and after why not watching Resident Evil in the darkness why not and again man thank you so much for, uh, for being here as I said it is really awesome I mean I'm humbled for the uh, for the uh, for the for the experience and for the and for the time you gave uh, you gave me to make this happen that is really awesome man thank you so much before I send you off I need to send you properly so there you go and um well thank yeah, you keep feeling it have an amazing happy new year and i'll see you the next one man yeah keep it up keep it up dan this is what makes you happy so 
keep doing that, all right? So take care, everybody. Thank you, and a very happy new year to everyone in just a couple days. All right. Have a good one, man. Bye. Bye. Thank you.